When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Welcome to the Ryback Show. I'm your host, the big guy Ryback. Happy Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. Hope everyone is doing fantastic and feeling great and hashtag hungry. We are streaming live on Instagram, the big guy Ryback22. Thank you for those watching the live stream over there. Guys, swing on over here to Ryback TV on YouTube where you're the co-host of the show. The ebb and flow of the show goes where your questions goes, health, fitness, supplementation, pro wrestling, sports, and anything and everything in between. Super chats are always greatly appreciated and brought up on the screen. Otherwise, guys, Twitter spaces at Ryback on Twitter. You guys can call in, be a guest, listen to the show fully on Twitter spaces, and be a guest on the show. Any questions, concerns, statements you have, I just ask that that we try to keep it uh, to, to one or two things and, and keep it keep it flowing. We do have other people that, that are waiting in the queue that do want to come on, and uh, I will always try to get control of that if I think it's going on a little too long. And I understand, but I have more no problem bringing people on. You guys know we have repeat people, guests that come on with different questions and whatnot with all of that. But just to keep the, the show going, sometimes people, you know, it can go pretty long. And I just like to clarify that so we can we can all stay on the same page. We are streaming live all as well on, at Twitter, uh, at Ryback on Twitter. The show's being broadcast normally on there on top of the spaces. Uh, Twitch at Ryback Rules. And, of course, Ryback TV. This show is available on all podcast platforms. iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated. Guys, if you have a moment to go to iTunes at the Ryback Show, if you can leave a star rating and write a review. Uh, we're over 700 and sub, 701, I think, now. Let's get that up to 800, 900, 1,000. It really helps to show. Uh, we've been we've been locked in at number 70 on the audio ranks. Uh, we should be moving up as the week goes on. Maybe crack the top 50 on audio. But overall, as you know, we're one of the top listened shows. I just happen to stream across five or six platforms before the audio goes out with that. So, But I do thank our audio listeners. And if you want to go back and listen to this show, uh, do so on the audio. It really helps the cause. And, and I say thank you, thank you, thank you. This show is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line, sweetened with stevia and among fruit. No harmful artificial sweeteners or colors for all people, men and women, he, she, and thee on Feed Me More. Dot com new customers can save 30% discount code ryback30 returning customers can save 20% discount code feedme20 feedme20 you get a free premium feedme more nutrition 
Black Hungry Shaker Bottle with your orders, guys, this month. Just selected as your free gift. I'm doing my Finish It Cotton Candy BCA Electrolyte Matrix. Just took the dogs on a nice walk. Still have not got over 100 degrees in Vegas. It was 82 degrees when I walked them. I think we're going to be in the 80s, maybe close to 90 uh, today. Um, we're supposed to get in the 100 next week. I think finally crack it, but it is. this has been the most perfect weather we've ever had here all year, and uh, I am all for it. With it. Last year was a scorcher, and uh, you know those 115, 116, 117 days, we don't get a ton of them, but we do get up. We get a handful of them, and anything over 100, 105, 110, it is every degree matters on that. It is, it, it is intense, so uh, I, am, I am enjoying this. The dogs love being able to go for a walk early in the day rather than having to wait all the way till the night, even though they love walks in general. But uh, it's nice to get that done early in the day. Got to do a lot of uh, wet cupping rehab after this. I saw Hungry Protein Shake, wet cupping rehab, uh, which is going to be about an hour and a half, straight into a big, big workout and conditioning. Then hurry, shower, eat. And then we got the, the Francine show on YouTube. We'll be going live on YouTube with Francine from ECW uh, on her podcast. And uh, so swing on over there, 4 o'clock p.m. Pacific time, 7 Eastern on Francine's uh, YouTube channel. So, uh, and I don't have that specific, but you could, if you just type in Francine ECW YouTube on YouTube, it will, it will bring you to her channel and 4 PM Pacific time, seven Eastern. You guys can join me more talking today, just live talking all day long with everything. Uh, I, I will clear, uh, my heart goes out to everybody. I saw the story. Um, what a tragic, what a horrific deal and i don't know all the details i didn't say what article i read didn't seem to have a lot but the people supposedly i don't know if it's a group of five billionaires or very wealthy people i would imagine you'd have to be i imagine you're just tapped out if you're doing something like this to begin with but but not even joking like it, it's they a submarine and it's called a i don't know if it's called something a, a just a submarine essentially but they're, they're they're made to be able to go to the, the deep depths of the ocean and it was going to supposedly explore the the Titanic wreckage at like 12,000 or 12,500 feet, the bottom of the ocean. And uh, I don't know what went wrong. It didn't say they've, they've lost contact. They're supposedly at the bottom of the ocean. And, and they had, as of yesterday, about 22 hours from what I read, hours of oxygen left if they were alive still which they heard sounds with, with the technology they have, which sounded like knocking that they were trying to like, like, you know, do something configuring people were probably, you know, trying to locate them. I don't think as of last I saw, they were not able to locate, like they don't have a specific location, but I also am under the belief that they're not able to save them. I don't know how they would to, to be able to go down in the, cause that thing, if it, it is not moving and, and I mean, just horrific and i can't even imagine it is this is one of the reasons i just avoid the ocean with that and, and it, that's nobody though and regardless it is uh just an unfortunate incident an incident and my heart goes out to the family and friends of the people they, especially during this phase if they are potentially still alive which they, they very well could be like what do you i mean just jesus i i don't i don't i don't get it but um Hopefully a miracle can, can happen and, and those and they could find a way. I, I just don't know how 
what they would even be would be capable of saving them at this point in, in, in the pressure of the water that deep i know they can only stay down at, i think they said they can only stay at that that level for a certain amount of time with the, the water pressure as well it's that's you want to talk about scary our oceans are they're, they're so unexplored that we we know so little overall about the the oceans and specifically the depths of the ocean and just what is down there. And we can only go so far. Just terrifying. Just absolutely terrifying. I saw that and just go, man, I, I, I can't even imagine. A submers, is it submer, submersible? Submersible? Yeah, that was what, that was the word, that sub, submersible. The, am, I, am I pronouncing that right? Or is it a sub submersible? Yeah, that's how it's sub 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 submersible. Spit it out, Junior. Gabby Hirolu, thank you for the super chat. What's your opinion on Tiffany Stratton uh, from NXT? I've heard of her name. I'm not very familiar. I don't watch a ton of NXT. I'll watch specific things. I'll tell you. I want to go back, I, and I, I got to go back. I want to watch the the Seth Rollins Braun Breaker match as well. I, uh, but that would probably be the only thing I'll tell you why I don't watch a lot of NXT. It, 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 and it, it is, even though they're on TV, but it is a developmental program overall. Still it is, they're just on TV and I, you can always learn from watching any wrestling. I just prefer, it's just like watching. I want to watch the, the pros of wrestling on that is, is if I'm going to watch and I, there's so much product out that just by default, that's the one that gets watched the least by me. It's the one I'm least excited with. I want to see I, Raw, SmackDown, the guys I know up there, people on TV up there, AEW Dynamite, Collision now. Rampage is another one I don't watch just because I'll see clips of it, but I don't I don't watch. And usually I'm going to bed. That's on later at night. I'm usually out anyways, just from that. Rampage has more, more people on it. It's just the timing of that. So, but I, I'm watching multiple shows a week, various, not, not beginning to end, but matches from them and whatnot. So <clears throat> to where I get what I can, I need to get out of them essentially and, and keep on going about my business and my day. Chance, good to see all of you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, haters are always going to be out. Our Ryback TV, old loyal Ryback TV here again. Shell shock, knock, knock, shell shock. Ryback TV is no stranger to the shell shock. Big Mac Mick in the house as well. Thank you, Big Mac Mick. Appreciate you. We're going to shout, knock, knock, shell shock, Big Mac Mick out of here. Good to see all of you guys. Welcome, welcome. The uh, Welcome everybody in the Twitter spaces. We'll be getting to some of you as well, answering some questions. The... Let me just go through the chat here. We uh, put out another tweet today, and by we, I mean me. The uh, on my imminent return to TV will 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 be the highest rated wrestling segment of 2023. We'll let that one go to work. Let let, let those let those dirt sheets get a hold of that one. If uh, you know, and I'm not gonna not gonna say too much. I don't need to. But if you've got half a brain, you you, you understand with that. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't have half a brain, <laughs> and it works in my favor either way. All right, let's go ahead and let's go ahead. We'll do uh, Megan. Good to see you, Megan Lloyd Ryback Show regulars, old faithful. Let's go. Uh, we got Victor here. 
believe this is a new caller here on the Ryback Show. Victor, waiting for it to connect to bring him on. You just got to hit that microphone button and it, it will turn on to the bottom left. Victor, welcome oh. to the Ryback Show. How are you? Yeah, yeah, no, no, I saw you. And a pleasure to meet you, Ryback. Oh, thank um, you. I first, saw, I first saw you in WWE, and I'll, and I'll be like, mm, if I meet him, the beat guy, one day I'll, I'll have a little chat with him. So my dream, the dream come true, so here we are. And um, the first question is, how did you get this catchphrase about saying, feed me more? Where did the feed me more catchphrase come from? Yep, that came exactly. from, it was, I was working at Smokey Bones in Louisville, Kentucky. I had been released from WWE uh, developmental and Ohio Valley wrestling. Uh, the cooks, I was always eating food. I always worked and, and they would make, they would mess up food and, and hide food for me, whether it be steaks or ribs or chicken or chicken wings, fish, it didn't matter. They would, if they messed up something, they would hide it in a specific location in like a food box. Cause the managers were really cool there. And one of them was still friends were, to this day, we follow each other and still talk occasionally on Twitter. And, uh, and they were, they were, but there were a couple other managers that were a little more, little, you know, a little more, uh, what's the word I'm looking had a stick up their ass, I guess you could say, where they were, they, yeah, yeah. and, uh, where they, they would be like, you can't eat unless you're on break. And, but, but I constantly, I would, I would, he needed a certain amount of calories in the day and I worked all the time for him. Never took breaks, really, and worked a lot of tables. So they were good to me, the one, the good managers, and uh, they they understood. But one of the cooks uh, had a code word was "feed me more" when they when they would mess up on a food order and they would hide it for me in one of the sections where they could hide it in a little food box. And I'd read in a book one of the Chicken Soup for the Soul, I believe, talked about feeding your soul. And there was just a quote with "feed me" in there, and that and that resonated with me after that that and the "feed me more" with that. And then that was when I just kind of embraced the hungry mindset from motivate motivational books and kind of made it my own with that. And then when I got to WWE and I always said, I go, the big guy and feed me more came from Smokey Bones. And I just, I'm yeah. going to use this on TV. And it came out one day just without like, I just, I just screamed it. And then I didn't think anything of it because I would always scream things after my matches and, uh, and, and, and road dog came up to me and he goes, he goes, what did you say out there? I said, feed me more. I think he goes, yeah, keep saying that Vince really liked that. And that was, and I just, you know, kept going from there. Yeah. And also, um, I have some comments about uh, what I heard about last month about, I didn't even, I didn't even like when WWE denied about, not about not saying you can't, you can't say feed me more, the big guy, because that's, that's a lot of bullshit hypocrite. You, you can't say that because that belongs to you, not them. And my second, and my second question is, and um, what, what, back in your WWE days, when you when you you went about to finish some some guy, why did you say stupid to the guy? For example, back in 2014 to Kane. Oh, I always that was one of my things. Uh, I, I would slap my head and go stupid, and people. It was I would always have adults and kids. That that was popular with adults. I remember in different like neighbors I had that they they watch they go man when you do that stupid we love it when you hit your head and say stupid and then I so I always just kind of kept it from time to time whenever I would do my splash in the ring a lot of live events I would do that where I'd put a guy down I'd go to hit the ropes for a splash. 
But right before I would, I'd hit the splash, I'd stop. I'd hit my head and the crowd would go stupid with me. Then I would do the splash. And it was just a way to add character and stuff out and on top of just doing the moves or implementing it backstage, like in the scene with Kane at the concession stand. Hey, Kane, you forgot your nuts. And then I just improvise, just go stupid. And that's the one thing people seem to, that wasn't written in the, in the, in the paper, but I, I just, I always would get that in whenever I saw fit. <laughs> yeah. And also, um, you know, I, but you know, I, when I see, when I saw you the first time back in WWE in a few videos in YouTube, uh, when I first saw you, people fingered you, but I don't fear you because, because let's face facts, because you have a reason to be tough. I don't hate you. I respect you, even as a former former WWE superstar. So wait, what are you trying to tell me here? I'm trying to tell you that I respect you, right back. And oh, thank I, you. The third, the, the third question is. But wait, hold on. Wait, wait. For the listeners, but I don't. I didn't understand why. Why? Why don't you? I don't. You don't need to fear me. But why did you feel the need to tell me you don't fear me? Are you saying if you if we are you saying if we if you saw me in a dark alley, where wait where are you located by the way? Where are you like what city are you in or country? Oh, I'm from Chile. That's why. Chile. Oh, so if you saw me in Santiago, Chile, in a dark alley, are you telling me you would not be scared of the big guy? And my third question is just like it's like Santiago, Chile. How did you feel about teaming up with John Cena back in 2014 against the Authority? Oh, I remember that was that was a fun time, man. Team Cena versus the Authority, and I came back after a little a little hiatus and uh, and teased what side I was going to go to, and it was it was kind of the main storyline heading into it, and uh, it was really cool to be involved in that. And you know, I wish I would have been involved in the match longer, uh, but that was the debut of Sting. Dolph Ziggler got the call to have the 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 hell of a showing out there and uh, to be and and with Sting making that the end. I, I just thought it, it was a cool thing to be a part of. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, and also yeah. Why the reason why I said that is because I respect you as a as a as a person. Thank and, you. Uh, respect, but don't fear. Let's let's draw the lines on that. You respect, but you don't fear. Yeah, yeah, because I'm not a, I'm not a little coward anymore. You're not. You're nine. You're what? Are you nineteen? Is that was that correct or twenty? Nineteen, because I'm not a little kid anymore. Because not not in my because this ain't got there in two thousand tens anymore. That's true. No, it's not. I do look the same though. But you are a whole. You're not a kid. You're a grown up now, a young adult. Yeah, I am an adult because I hate when people treat me as a kid. I'll be like, I'm kid my ass. Oh, that I can't imagine that. You know. The mean streets yeah, of Chile. I don't know what, what the scene is there, but I mean, it's... yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know, and that's a lot of whole full story and bullcrap. I have a feeling I'd be hitting my head a lot, saying "stupid" out there if I was with you. Yeah, and, and when people and, and when people mess with me, I'll give them a little bit of sarcasm. That's oh, that's cool. the best way to do it. Hit them with a little meat hook sarcasm, and then finish them off with a shell shock. Yeah, because because compared to them. I'm not a bad guy. Or good you're the guy. big guy. You're the big guy, not trademarked, but you're the big guy like Biden. Yeah, sort of. And yep, if I meet you in person one day, right back, I'll give you, uh, I'll, I'll ask you for a photo if you agree with it. Oh, of course. It would just be 30, 40, 50 bucks, depending on the location, but. Yeah, yeah. If I was in the United States, of course, because right now. What's the conversion rate over there in Santiago, Chile, for with the U.S. dollar, do you know? 
Yeah, and also, uh, also, I would take a picture with you for free, though. I wouldn't charge you. Don't, I'm just giving you a hard time. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Because many people, some people in the United States who are not wrestlers, they, they, they want money. Because last time when my cousin and my brother went to the United States, they had to pay 20 bucks for the picture. I'll be like, man, that's a scam. It depends. What, but people for meet and greets, though, when you do a specific meet and greet, a promoter will bring you out and pay you a certain amount of money. And then they have to have a way of making their money back. So they charge for the pictures and autographs. Yeah, that, yeah, that's uh, the, like how that uh, works. But you're you're paying to meet somebody at a specific time and location that you never would have that opportunity unless you randomly, you know, say I went to Santiago, Chile when I went there to go to go see a woman or something. You know, and, and then I'm walking down the streets and we're, we're having a nice little meal in Santiago and enjoying ourselves. And you happen to be out and see me. Then that would be on the rare occasion. Like, hey, can I have a photo? Of course. But what are the odds of that happening? It's very rare. Yeah. That's why. But like on a meet and greet, you can like you can plan that. And you go, oh, I'm going to pay 50 bucks because I can actually meet. And But that's why that happens. Just a lot of people don't understand that. Yeah, because because pictures for fans are supposed to be free, not to be paid with money. That's just being greedy, like Mr. Krabs, like saying like, 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 like making them pay you for a picture. They'll be like money, 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 money. Like I'll be like, he take shove your money up your ass with a picture. You understand? Yeah, no, I, I get it, I get it. But if you if you did, would would you would you pay for a meet and greet with me or no? Because you do respect me, you said. But would you, if if I was in Santiago, Chile, and you didn't know, I, you know, it just says Ryback appearance, Santiago, Chile, fifty dollars for a picture and autograph with the big guy, or would you come, or would you be like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not doing it. Yeah, I might, I might. If I take the rest, I might. Oh, I'll take it. I'll take it because you seemed a hard no, firm no on the others. So that's, I'll take it. Yeah, and also, <laughs> you're, the first, you're the first one, you're the first former WWE superstar that I talk, and, and me as a cool. in the Ryback show. I've never talked to anybody in, from Chile. My, my, one of my favorite movies is There's Something About Mary, and the guy with the wobbly legs that has the little sticks, the pizza guy, he, he's the, the, the pizza delivery driver, and I forget his name, but he, he goes, yeah. there's a scene with him and Matt Damon, he's like, have you ever been to Chile? Or like, and there's a scene where they mention yeah, Santiago, yeah. Chile. That is that is how I am aware of Chile, and I want it's one yeah. of the places I've not been, but I love that movie. Yeah, and also I don't know, have you ever fight with Rey Mysterio? Because you do know he speaks Spanish. Español. Sí, sí. Uh, el hombre grande me llamo uh, Ryback. Uh, mi español un poco, mi amigo. No comprende, mi amigo. No comprende. Just I un say, poco, un poco. I say it, it looks like the, the, the big guy faced the master of the 619. <laughs> now, I've, uh, I've actually been in a tag match with Ray. I don't yeah. know if I think I've done one spot or two with him. Not a lot. I've always wanted, I, I think me and him, because me and Kalisto killed it all the time. And I would have no doubt yeah. me and Ray would be able to do the same thing. So. Yeah. Yeah, and also, and also, no offense, but since I wa I still watch WWE, I kind of miss you. In the, Thank you. Like the old days. But I'll be back eventually, man. Everything's coming together here, and uh, it, it's it's. I'm almost getting ready to get cleared soon. So let let's just keep everything. Our fingers crossed. Stay positive, and and uh, and I have no doubt. You know, one day, hopefully, we get to meet each other, and and, uh, and yeah, the story will be complete.
If I was in the United States, yeah. <laughs> you never know. They they do tours. It'd be you never know. I've never been. I've I've always wanted to go to Chile. So let let's we'll see what happens. Yeah, no. So those are my three questions right back. So all right, buddy. Well, I'll have you back on here. I, I know who you are now. I remember the hedgehog deal, and and you're more than welcome to come on if you've got more questions. You've been a blast. Right. Thank you. You have be safe out there, okay? Yeah, big hedgehog, right back show, gentlemen. Out, big guy out. Awesome. That was a lot of fun. I, I liked Victor. Thank you very much, Victor. You, you were a good caller. I thought you were going to do a heel turn on me there when you started going. I thought Victor set me up by being nice at first, kind of like the, the chase, the stalker, and then started like to lose his temper. And then, I don't respect you right back. I don't. Re I, when I was a child, I feared you and it bothered me. And I'm a, now a young man and I'm come for my revenge right back. I don't fear you anymore. Super chat here, James Smilus. Thank you very much. Who should have ended the streak, Ryback? In your opinion, um, I have no problem with Brock ending it. You know, uh, you know, I think they, I think that's worked out really well. And and Brock is probably one of the only guys that wasn't going to get heat for it in a bad way, because I could tell you, if you had a new superstar do it, hey, help say because there was always the rumors with me. That was one of the things that people, and when I was undefeated, if they would have kept that and done like Undertaker versus Ryback that first, the one year in undefeated, you know, and just say for whatever, if they would have pulled the trigger, there's a good chance though people would, would, could hate you forever for that on a new talent with it. Brock was established. He had the background. And I, I think that it worked out as well as it possibly could have worked out. You know, people can be unforgiving. And that was one of the things a lot of fans didn't want ending. You know, so if you if you let a new talent do that, who's not really well established, it it, it may not may not. You know, if they would have let Bray do it at one, but if Bray and, and, and the Undertaker were still undefeated, you know, they could have just forever just not been with Bray. You never know, like with something like that. So I, I think with Brock ending it, the, the simply because we've seen how it's worked out, they've got they got a lot of, of it, it just further made him, but he's helped make so many other people in that, since that time where they, they've, they've Brock has put over a handful of guys and that, that have played a big role in the last five years in WWE essentially. So I think from that, a business standpoint, it was Vince, they clearly made a good decision on that. Let's see here who we've got on. Uh-oh, Osman could be chased today. Osman doesn't have a profile picture. Osman. I'm just going to take a look at Osman's profile, see if he has any information. Osman and a number, old 0791398. Osman 0791381. Interesting. We're going to leave Osman on there for a bit and we'll 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 do what we did yesterday. We'll if it is our, our stalker chase, we will leave them on for the majority of the show. And I apologize if it is not, but we, we will check at some point to see if, if that is possibly chase. Let me see here. We got, uh, let's go ahead and bring in, is this a new caller? Albo Boy 655. Watch this as chase. We never know who it could be. We're live, ladies and gentlemen. Hello? Hello, how are you? Hey, 
big guy right back. What's going on, man? Not much. Where you at? Atlanta, Georgia, buddy. Oh, good. I used to live in McDonough for a year there. Yeah, man. Shout out to you, man. Big fan of yours. Love what you do, man. You are the man, buddy. Thank you very much. I appreciate the kind words. Do you have a question? Yeah. Um. So basically, um, I'm getting into nutrition and stuff like that. And, and I was wondering, um, I see all your stuff that you post on there and stuff like that. What do you recommend starting off as far as supplement goals to take? Are you are you working out and, and everything to start off or no? Have you started all that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it depends. So, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to build muscle? Trying to burn body fat? What? What? Basically, what? Uh, burn muscle. I mean, like yeah, build muscle basically. So, because I always recommend if you you know go one direction or the other first. If you're trying to you know gain weight and build muscle, then 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 hold on to muscle and cut body fat. But if you're trying to build muscle, and how old are you? Right now, I'm 25. 25? So off the top of my head, the, the iso-hungry plant-powered protein, which mixes like whey, it, it's really good, the vanilla mocha. That, the the 10-count creatine, and the uh, the big guy male performance formula. Those three are, are three things that, that would be very good for, for wanting to build muscle and put on quality weight. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check it out. Um, other than that, I mean, I really don't have a question. I'm a big fan of yours. Um, hope you come back. One day, I'm definitely going to start watching you again. Um, yeah, man, other than that, man, have a good spirit, and hopefully we see you again soon. No, thank you. I'll, I'll tell you, too, just to add on to that, not not counting supplements, but I put a tweet out earlier. Black rice and beans, like pinto or black beans, black rice, black beans or, or pinto beans, and, and potatoes, boiled or baked potatoes, including more of those in your diet with lean protein will help you build. You need to have increased glycogen. In their carbohydrates, if you're really trying to build muscle and strength, you, you got to be able to increase your, your clean carbohydrates. Those are great sources and don't consume them with a lot of fats. Always separate your protein and fat and your carbs and fats. So if you're going to have a high fat meal, have it with a, a high fat and protein or do high carbs and protein or moderate carbs and protein. Never mix your carbs and fats to high degrees and it, you will you'll keep your body fat down more so doing that. Okay. Okay. I'm definitely going to uh, check that out. And um, as far as, um, as far as what do you recommend as far as drinking wise, like can you still drink soda and stuff like that or no? I, I, I always tell people don't drink your calories. If, if it has calories and is liquid, you probably should stay away from it. Um, what now, if you're doing like a diet soda, I would stay away from all like the, the, the main brand diet sodas with the aspartame and sucralose. That stuff is really bad in the artificial colors. There's a soda company called Zevia, Z-E-V-I-A. They have all the regular soda brands, zero calories, and they're sweet with stevia like we use for my supplements that is a lot healthier for us than the artificial sweeteners and colors. Like something like that, if it's a diet soda with stevia and no calories, that's fine. Or like unsweet tea, something with no calories is fine to drink or flavored unsweet teas, but you don't want to be drinking the Cokes and the Pepsis or anything with calories, essentially. It, it, it's honestly... People that when I tell them this and they cut it out, they make drastic changes because you don't, it just, it just, it, it doesn't, it doesn't work out well. Correct. And just one last question and I'm done. Um, I've been using this item recently. It's called, I'm not sure if you're familiar or not. It's called black seed oil. I've heard of that. Yeah. And um, is that true? Because um, they said there's so many benefits of it. It cures supposedly cancer and all this um, other stuff, you know. 
I've seen. Yeah, I actually took that for a while. I don't know. I'd have. I haven't taken it in quite a while. It is. It has a lot of health benefits. It claims with that. There's. I. I don't think it's going to be bad consuming it. I just think if you take it, don't take it with a high. Take it like with a with a protein and fat meal. Don't take it with any carbs, because any seeds with that, like the, the oil, like that. And, they, and there's a lot of seed oils that aren't good for us. But like that is one in particular that that is supposedly really really good for people on that. And and I I I think if there's a specific reason that you're taking it for that you know to know what that is essentially. But all you got to do you got to take it for two three months and see how you feel. And and then see if it's worth it. I don't think it's overly expensive, is it? Um, I just know it's not it's not that bad here. But the thing is, I noticed a big change in my mood and my energy when I'm working out mentally, yep. physically. I mean, black seed oil. I'm not trying to promote the brand or anything, but that I mean, I love it, man. So like, that would be. I would say yeah. stick with it then. If you're noticing that kind of benefit from it, benefits, then then I would keep that. Just don't consume it with a lot of carbs, and and you're you're golden. And then, and then on top of that, I'm going to start ordering from your uh, website as well so I can start taking some of those supplements as well. Thank you. And if I'll tell you and I tell everyone, sign up on there. On, there's a newsletter and text message thing. We only send, I send one message a week, but you get huge discounts on there. With my And I do an email with my thought of the week or a nutritional tip or, or a positive message. And then a text message with just a big discount code every week because we have a really high returning customer rate. Yeah. It's worth it to sign up for those. You'll save big. People like today, just a 36% discount went out today. So like it's, it's worth it to sign up for that, but you can save 30% discount code Ryback30 for your first order as a new customer. Ryback30. Sounds good. And last thing, can you pronounce my name Ryback or no? All right. Well, what's your name? Um, It says it on my profile. Hold on. Where are you at? It says, no, I just see Vizzy. Hold on. Let me, let me take a look at your name and see. Well, that's it. It's only like. It's only five letters, you know. It's- Vizzy Otter? Vizzy O-T-R is what I see. It's V-Star. Why, it says V-I-S-I, then it has a little space, O-T-R. Oh, okay, okay. I see. For, for some reason, it's not showing me that. It just shows my name. Maybe I changed it, that's why. You might have, you might brother, you smoking, you smoking the good stuff? Yeah, a little bit. I, I, yeah, no, no, I could, it, yeah, you changed that name. It says Vizzy Otter on there. So I, was, I can <laughs> visit OTR. Visit OTR, okay. Wait a minute, it was good talking to you, bro. I'll definitely be coming on more. I'll be supporting you. I'll, I'll be buying from your website. Um, I, I recommend everybody else to do the same thing. But yeah, man, you take care. You too, buddy. Easy. Just two to three hits at a time, brother. Space it out. Not too much. Never too much on any balance, and you're going to be golden. I got that. <laughs> All right, brother. Take care. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, that was funny. Good deal. Man, that 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 sativa and indica will get you every time. You gotta doing that diesel, doing that diesel, the 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 what's the there's all different names. Doing that Snoop Dogg blend. Brother changed his name. Didn't even know it. I can't I can't pronounce what I can't see. <laughs> oh, good deal. Thank you very much, buddy. I hope everything is well. Let's see here. We got a uh, Sager. Bring Sager onto the show here. Osman still in the queue waiting. Osman possibly, potentially chase the stalker. What's, hey. up? What's up, buddy? How are you? Not bad, not bad. I just want to get your full one thing. 
What do you think about L.A. Knight? L.A. Knight, man, a lot of momentum with him right now. Crowd is really getting into him. Seems like there is some there. There is organic. Uh, he is organically getting over, despite not you know he, he not just winning every week, which is but he's being featured every week. And uh, I, I'm really interested to seeing what direction this goes. Uh, it, it, I, it, I'm not there, so I don't know the situation. I have met him before. Very nice guy. I think he has a, a pretty good understanding of how to get over. And uh, in, in doing so, in, in the, with the catchphrases and, and the different things that people are getting with, he's getting he's getting really strong reactions. A lot of this is going to depend on on if they let him into that inner circle and they let him become a bigger star. We've seen this time and time again. If they don't want it, he's going to get cooled off. So, but right now, right now though, it is. You, so th there's a window with this. So like they're putting him in the money in the bank and it, like if as long as he has a really good showing, he can still lose and keep, he doesn't have to win all the time. He just has to keep being featured and has to get certain wins at certain times. And so that, you know, whereas if he was in money in the bank and got eliminated right away or like look, had a horrible showing or however they do it, like he just didn't, it just had a horrible showing where they didn't, they didn't let him have a lot. Like then that would be a way you're saying, oh, they're going to start cooling him off. But if they really feature him and like he's in it and another guy and the other something happens and he gets taken out last second and the other guy gets it, that momentum is still going and will keep going on as long as, as they keep him featured. And then they decide, but eventually they're going to have to pull the trigger at some point on something with it. But we, right now it's early still with everything. And I, I think he's doing a fantastic job. Well, well, here's the thing. I'm going to, go, I'm going to be in uh, London, but in the bank since um, I'm from there right now. And, um, I'm, I'm re I really hope uh, Elena actually wins the uh, briefcase because uh, I, think every, I think everybody wants uh, Elena to win it. He's just so over. Like, what is Dublin's problem? Like, this guy is so over. I'm thinking behind the scenes. No, you're the heel. Go out there. But I've, I've noticed one thing. Every time he comes out every week, um, the crowd just gets louder and louder for him. Like, all that pop. Like, what is the problem? Just just push this guy. Just run with it. Well, there there is a thing, yeah that 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 is happening. He's been around for a bit now up there. Where I agree, they they could pull the trigger and let him win Money in the Bank and still book him because we've seen it where Money in the Bank guys have that briefcase, specifically heels, where they kind of they they don't get booked necessarily the best. But as long as you pull the trigger with the briefcase at the right time, that may very well be be the game plan. We're gonna have to wait and see what direction they go with it with him. You know, it, 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 but I'm with you. I think that there is an opportunity to pull that trigger. But again, though, being him, you know, it, it, it's it's all going to depend. If they do pull the trigger and give him the briefcase, we still could be in for a year of him, like, not looking great on different things. But he doesn't need to if he's a heel. As long as he's featured and he, you know, but he's getting baby. He's getting, he's a heel, but he's getting, he's getting baby face reactions. Like people, it just depends. Vince, and I, I'm telling you how Vince is. If he wants you to be a heel and you're getting cheered too, he'll take away the things that you're doing that are getting you cheered. Oh, for real. This is, and this has happened to numerous guys with it. And it's, it is, you've got, you got to be very careful. So we're going to, the, the next probably month or two is going to be very telling on what direction they're going to go with him with, with things. So. But he's he's over, brother. He's getting over, and it's getting louder. I'd be curious to see if he has merch, what his merch numbers are going to start doing, or what they're doing. But but it's yeah. he's he's on the right track right now. He's in a position where they he, he possibly can get the trigger pull, pulled. It's just up to them. 
Well, here's the thing. So I think to, to, I still remember, right? I think the last uh, proper money in the back when it was featured really, really well, had a lot of great momentum. I think it was The Miz. I think he was then back in 2010 with The Miz that time when he won money. But I feel like he was the last perfectly booked money bank I hold it out like he was still winning matches no matter what when he cashed it in I think it Inter blew up I was the only Miz fan back in high school like I'm, I was just so proud of him how he just cashed the money bank in and eventually he made event rest minute with it so I feel like Miz was probably my, my last favourite money bank holder I'll be honest with you sir yeah and we've seen some ones like you know Damian Sandow was one who had momentum who seemed to like I remember when I was there he was doing he was doing good and they had him win money in the bank, and then they had him not to cash in, and he lost, and that killed. He never was the same after that. And like it, it's, it really, it's. And we, Baron, I think Baron Corbin was the other one that that, and he's never been the same. So you know, if you do win that briefcase, though, that that time of winning it, you you and hit just. And I'm just going by what history has shown us. If a money in the briefcase winner doesn't, if they win it and don't cash in and win. History has not been kind to them of, of their, the future of, of the rest of their careers. So that's, you know, that's again with LA and that's not his choice or c- control, but it, the company, you know, if they pull the trigger on them with it, it, it you're gonna, you, you got to hope that they, they follow through with it. And that's where they may have plans initially. And then, you know, eight months after you have it, then Vince changes his mind on something. And, you know, it, it's just the way that it goes. It, 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 it can make or break you though. So. It's really a shame because people like yourself were so mega over at one point, and you got things that you got other people who are like they, they just don't run with it. I just don't understand it. Like just go, just have fun with it. If, if the fans are cheering them, just go with it. Like, I I agree. That is what that is what they used to do, and that is what made fans like when. And again, it there's a you can just tell when somebody is organically getting over. It doesn't happen very often, and that's why when it does happen, everyone sees that it's happening. And in WWE used to acknowledge that. And then somewhere along the line, they got so big and Vince got so ego and power hungry and control hungry where he just says, fuck everyone. I'm just doing what I want, no matter what. And he stopped doing that. And that is, and to me, that was one of the most disappointing things upon being in the business and going, no matter what I do, if I don't have it in writing, it doesn't matter. They can take it all away in a heartbeat for no reason at all. Just because it, it sucks. But that is what the fans, that is the real part of the business that they have taken away from all of us. And it, it sucks. And I, so I hope for his sake, the timing is a lot, has a lot to do with it. You know, the, the momentum is clearly there, but he, he's going to have to be booked well in certain situations, no doubt. And, but that, that's up to them. Well, two more things before I wrap things up. So, um, yeah, speaking of, speaking of Wade Barrett as so well, like, I'll, I'll tell you one thing, Wade Barrett, bad news Barrett, give me. Fucking amazing! Like I agree. What I hate about the most, I remember listening to the, his interview. Um, he was told that just don't deliver bad news because the fans get cheering for him, and he suggested, "Oh, let's turn babyface." I know being a babyface, but then let's go with it. And Vince McMahon said, "Nope, you're you're the heel. You got it." And I said, "Don't don't deliver bad news, Barrett." So he basically went back. Well, he used to be just Wade Barrett, very black. He stripped him of his gimmick. He stripped him of everything that yeah. he told him to do. That he went and got over. And that I, I know Wade, he's one of my my, my good friends. It is yeah. I remember what that does though is it just completely t- tears tears your heart out and you just it breaks your spirit because and I've seen it with time and time again. It never broke me in that sense, but I've seen it break people where they just stop caring altogether because no matter what you do, it, it's that you essentially just show up and you're gonna do what they tell you to do. And if you do too good of a job doing it, they're just gonna take that away too. 
it really, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's a horrible work environment in that situation from what you think the business is. That's why as a physical actor, wrestler, you have to get things in writing if you're playing a specific role. Otherwise, that shit can happen. Well, the last thing I'll say, um, was Wade Barrett originally supposed to win Monday Bank in 2040 if you weren't injured? Because I've been hearing that he was supposed to be the, the original winner, not Seth Rollins. I, so I don't know that. So I don't. I don't recall me and Wade ever talking about that. I could probably. I could find that out at some point in time with a conversation when we talk again. But he he did that. That wouldn't shock me. He because Wade was booked. You know he was he and again arguably he should have won a championship during the Nexus reign. I thought right when I was out injured. I think he he had all the tools. He was young, hungry. Everything was there. It just the he. I, I talk. I know he's one of my good friends. But and I, I can I, I try to speak and not put keep that in mind. He legitimately was ahead of all of us in his development of being. He was main event ready with that, and and they they could have they had a star in him. His promos were above all of our, our, ours at the time. He was he was ready. His confidence was sky high. They let him down in that, and then he did the run. He was working Orton a lot in main events, and he was kind of the, the bare knuckle fighter was after Nexus. He was again. He was a really, really good heel for them. They didn't pull the trigger enough with him on, on the main event scene where they could have again with it. And then, unfortunately, then and he he worked very hard for them and, and was going hard. You know, it, he's a big guy. The injury, he got a couple injuries at bad, bad really horrible timing where, where he was getting pushed. And, and that sometimes is all that it takes to throw that momentum off for, for good. And, you know, and then after that, he was always the king of the ring. I'll always say he had one of the best bodies. He was shredded. And he's always been in great shape. Oh, yeah. But I'm after that, King King Barrett is one of the – go look at the photos of King Barrett. He has one of the best bodies in WWE history. The dude, six foot seven, was absolutely shredded out of his mind. I, I just remember him always having bananas and black coffee. I just remember – I would always like – we always like, we're like, oh, I've got more muscle, though. And like, but he, he'd always call me pudgy or make some joke because he was so shredded. And uh, he, he just – man, the, 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 the opportunity was there for him, too. And – but I, he's happy. He's doing commentary now, and uh, but it's just one of those you look back and you get mad at WWE because it's like we as fans, you want them to pull the trigger with certain guys, and they don't, and it sucks. Well, it, it's, it's a shame it is, but but thanks for having me on your show once again, right back. It was it's been a pleasure talking to you as always. But if you ever return, like I said, uh, please don't go to WWE. No way, just no. Trust me, buddy. It, it's everything's in falling in place here, and. Uh, I, I hear you loud and clear. <laughs> All right, man. Have a good one, yeah? You too. Take care. Thank you for the good questions. No worries, man. Take it. Awesome. Always appreciate you guys. I was hoping, too. I don't think she got it. She might not be on. Belle Chrissy. Uh, and I'd followed her. She's a really, really, really... Oh, is this my... my uh... Let me see if this is who I think it is. Is this possibly Alicia Fox listening into the Ryback show? I sent you a request, Alicia, Victoria. We'll see if you pop on real quick. If not, Chase the Stalker looks like he's still here. <clears throat> Let's go. We got another caller here, James. I hope you're well, Victoria. And if you want to pop on for a second. Hello. Oh, she is here. Hold on one second. Wait, you popped in right when, let me remove the other person. What is going on? Right. Uh, good morning. 
nothing, just getting ready to pack, you know, to start selling some of this Alicia Fox gear. And I got a little notification that you had a show on. I'm excited to be here. This is awesome. This is my way, by the way. So Alicia Fox, ladies and gentlemen, Victoria Crawford, one of my favorite people. The I, I would go, I'm going to start sending requests because like I follow, follow Arnold Schwarzenegger on here. And like you could just it's easier to get people on your show on Twitter spaces than like setting up like an interview. And I was thinking, I go, I'm just going to send this to celebrities and see which ones pop in. <laughs> so you're the my first celebrity on doing it in this format. So thank you. <laughs> this is fantastic, right? I'm happy to hear your voice. I've been following your journey. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. No, you've seen, I was like everything. It's, I'm so blessed to have my health back. And But people are don't want to hear about me. How are you? What's going on with you? I'm good. Um, well, I'm out of the Easy Bake Oven. Um, WWE, that is. Like, I've been out now about a month. And it was just kind of awkward because, you know, I mean, you know, you were there when I first started in 2006. So it's just kind of like, you know, it's funny because, you know, we've been friends for so long. Yeah. And, it's just kind of like this moment to have like my name and like try to like put some steam under it has been kind of like, you know, a, a, a dream of mine, I guess, but it definitely has a lot of fear to it. You know, I'm just kind of like stepping out and trying to figure out like what's the next right, right, best thing, you know, and, um, and just to be a service for the industry, you know, I don't see myself being back in another, another oven, but um, I want to be a part of the industry, but it definitely is different out here, you know? You're too. I want the people to know you are one of the most talented and not just women, but, but, but just professional wrestlers and the things you do in like 18 years old, you guys remember I was in deep South wrestling and you and Barbie blank came in. They told everybody don't touch them. You're not to date them. You're not to look at them. They are 18 year old and they are, they were prospects of the company. And I still remember the first time I met you and I'm not going to go into details of all that, but the everything, it is hilarious how everything has worked out, but how old are you right now? Oh man, in a couple of days, I'm going to be 37. So you're still young, but, but you've been out. How long has it been since you've wrestled now? Um, well, I was invited back to do the Royal Rumble, like, um, not this past one, but the one before. And like, you know, um, I had made some statements like, I mean, because I haven't done any interviews or anything. I haven't really been asked to do many interviews. But, you know, one thing, like, you probably have, you know, you can relate. Like, it's kind of interesting telling our wrestling memories because a lot of people are in it. And a lot yeah. of people have, like, you know, platforms. And I probably don't want, you know, their business out there. But, you know, I think just in general, wrestling is a clunky topic. Like, it's always difficult. Like, when you bump into someone from me, say, at the grocery store, and they're, like, either watch um, – you know, Alicia Fox on WWE or Total Diva and like Total Divas. But the thing is, is like, you know, I had a pretty serious uh, illness during those times of my career too. So like sometimes it gets weird when I'm hoping people didn't see this like caricature of crazy, yeah. you know, so there's like a degree there where I know in my heart and like, you know, my higher power doesn't need me to like go and overshare you know, what it was like to get healthy or anything. But, you know, so I just kind of like, you know, you know, friends like you and seeing that you're doing this is such a um, a highlight of my day because it just gives me hope, you know, about, you know, I do have a story to tell and it's not, you know, 
going to bury anyone, but I, I, I also too need some healing to kind of like process like yeah. what in the world that experience was all about, you know? Do you, do you find too, because into it's crazy being away and like, cause I'm getting ready and getting ready to get cleared and go back. And like, it's, and I know I can understand when you say like, the, there's a fear element and, but like, cause the business moves on with or without us and a lot changes. Do you, do you have, do you find, or have you found it difficult that being so overwhelmed and consumed with pro wrestling? And it was such a, it was, it was our lives for a long period of time. And it, for specifically for you at a very young age, you grew up in the wrestling business and gave everything you had to the WWE and the business and, and, and like, and you played every role. I call it physical acting and it's wrestling, but it's the hardest thing in the world, but any role that you've ever played, whether it was a sweetheart or it was being batshit crazy, you have performed like to a T so good where people can believe it is your character in real life with that. But like, did you, have you found that transition of being away from wrestling and like you're finding your identity? Have you found that process to be difficult? Thanks. Right back. Um, yeah, actually, like, I think, to be honest with you, I never knew, like, what the first day out of, like, that machine would look like for me, you know, I think what, I mean, I think what I can say, honestly, is you know me pretty well, I'm a pretty sensitive person, so, yeah. like, when the fans were coming up to me and giving me, like, you know, kind of this, the, their experience of, like, where my character has been, where where she, da-da-da-da, all these things, and that's when I learned that, like, you know, I don't really have to go and put my opinion. I need to know the difference between my opinion of my experience and my experience that can be, like, you know, appropriate for sharing. So, like, in between, like, getting to know these fans, like, now at these signings and stuff, like, I get to know, notice that most of them are workers. Like, most of them are trying to get in the business. Most of them have taken a bump. And to me, I think that is what has been, like, making this transition so warm and welcoming because you know the people who watch and come and put their butts in those seats like to a degree they've been in our shoes you know and like i think that there's so much to be shared in that space of conversation because i don't have to go and try to explain my opinion of politics my opinion of you know things that would have maybe um, broke my spirit, you know, like I did mention, you know, I did have a pretty public drinking, um, degree in my profession, but you know, that was things that I want to create like a conversation, like, you know, on my terms to share about, because, you know, I think the part that I do more in a little bit is where the narrative and like, you know, you follow these storylines as a performer and I just kept weaving myself into this crazy basket and it was yeah. it's just still even difficult to get out of that you know persona can i tell you too and can i talk about this on here because people ask me certain questions and you know all of us are human beings and you know that that job and especially specifically in wwe the schedule of being on the road four or five days a week sometimes weeks at a time on different tours but the non-stop pressure and the stress of, of traveling and rental cars and airports and being around people and working when you work four to five nights a week and it is physical for each and every one of us and, and we're all are hurting and it's a very lonely life as well that people don't understand. And I talk about, you know, I always try to keep balance, but I found myself at different times and having drinks to wind down and one day can turn into a week, turns into a month, turns into years really quickly with that. And so, and I like, 
and I'd been around you and we, we traveled together up there at times and been around each other. And like the drinking, I don't think people can ever fully understand the, the, the loneliness of the life and how the, that can become a coping mechanism in a lot of different ways to just get through the day to then go in to wake up to another day. But like, like you always were professional from the very beginning of the time I've ever met you to the end with everything. And, and like, no, no one little, we're all good. And we all have bad moments with things and like no one little moment. No, you know, is, is that is a very little moment in the grand scheme of things that should never dictate your career or who you are because you are a sweetheart and a great person. And anybody that knows fucking knows that with it. So it's like, but it, it, those are real problems that not everyone, you know, deals with up there, whether it's pain pills or taking ibuprofen every day and, and stressing your liver and your kidneys and, or me doing tour it all to get through the shows, like things that like that environment can bring out the worst in anybody. And it's, so I think it's amazing that you do share that story and conversate because young people and people, young people in the business can benefit greatly. And you have so much to offer and give back that can help people have better careers even, and maybe not get caught up in some of the things that some of us did with it. So I think it's a very powerful thing to share that. Thanks, Ryback. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's just, it is interesting on that road, you know, like that hotel hell, you know, like yeah. I think it's kind of funny because like I was just mentioning with like one of my girlfriends who like it's hard sometimes because like, you know, as you get healthy, you need those memories of like, you know, complete debauchery sometimes as assets. And like one, one moment recently, I finally was able to realize like, well, what was going on in the hotel? What was I so lonely and fearful about? And it were like, you know, for my, myself, you know, like sometimes we'd have a match and like, you could ride the sound of the audience and you think you got good feedback and maybe like, you know, you go back and gorilla and they're all like high five and you and stuff. But for myself, you know, there still was this like curiosity about my performance or as a creator, you know, like, you know, I didn't really know how to process not, you know, certain aspects of it. But when I would get back to my room, you know, Victoria would want to come out and just kind of decompress and like, kind of not just like, I don't know, like, again, like the sound of the arena took a while for me to kind of temper down like in the evening. And then I find same. myself drinking red wine and forensic files. Like, Literally same. Episodes. Yeah. <laughs> People, that is one thing that nobody will ever understand. I tell you, and even when I did indie matches for the few years until I stopped that, within let myself heal and get better with everything i would have negative anytime i'd go into a hotel room and this recently i don't have this anymore but i i would have such negative emotions that would arise because the same you after four or five nights just it's groundhog's day every day different hotel just moving the luggage pack unpack get in after an event you're all wired up i'd be all caffeined up or have my chewing tobacco to try to get me to calm down and i would just sit at a computer desk and like try to and have a beer or two or have red wine, depending on what phase of the week it was in or month or whatever it may be. I think we all have dealt with this and, and it's important to talk about because people don't understand is we're alone after being in performing in front of thousands of people, having to stay awake to drive three to five hours to another town. And just constantly, we're not around people we love or care about. And we're, we're constantly around people wanting stuff from us. So we get to our hotel room at the end of a night and we're finally alone and we're, there's no, we're inside those walls. That's very vulnerable time for pro wrestlers. That's not talked about enough. Yeah, 
I completely agree. And it's like, you know, like one thing too, I've also realized is like, you know, when I were in my hotel room and being by myself and everything, like I was decompressing, yes, but it was also like a form of isolation, you know, like, Same. you know, like I couldn't, like once it got to a point of me believing that I was just a lonely person on the road, you know, I started believing those things, but I mean, in, in a sense of our wrestling experience, like every experience still seems kind of different somewhat because I think a lot of like what I experienced in my loneliness was, you know, I didn't really share many rental cars with girls that I, you know, didn't really couldn't be another life relationship with on the road. You know, yeah. like it was very rare. And um, a lot of people are negative and this yeah. isn't not everyone. I found this difficult where I think we rode together a bit and got along really well. A lot of people can be negative or their creative isn't good or they have problems where the car rides can become very negative sometimes. Mm-hmm. I always avoided that and just wanted to learn and kind of just wind down and have peace and quiet. But I love being around everybody. But like I understand what you say. It, it, that's another difficulty is finding and this. Not everyone's experience is going to be what we're talking about. If you can find the right people where you can have really good relationships with, I think you could you could diffuse some of the loneliness that can happen on the road. But it still exists to a degree with everybody. But it, it, it's difficult to find somebody you mesh with and can have good conversations and, and be positive with on the road because you're just always on the road. Yeah, and split the price of the car because, you know, that's another thing. Like for some of us girls, like a lot of our commuting decisions became on like the price of how much it was to get to work, you know, yeah. like and we don't really know how much we're going to get for the show. But, you know, like I said, this is why all our experiences are so different because we all had different transaction. Um, different contracts, different things. Yeah, yeah. It, it's. Yeah, it makes you crazy, too. <laughs> yeah, oh, it does. It, 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 it's a very competitive envir- environment. But, you know, we, that's why I've learned so much on, on how business and, and negotiations and contract negotiations. And but our generation, too, Alicia, we really, and I'm telling you, we, we got in a way, it, it kind of sucks because there wasn't really a, a, a another alternative where financially we could go and do the same as what we were doing in WWE. They knew it and they had groomed everyone from developmental to essentially you you take what they give you and you have very little bargaining power. And, and they, for where things have improved now that there's AEW and Impact has done better. And there's other promotions that are gotten where people can make good livings, even independence with social media, you could do, do exceptionally well, but that period, it was like, you, you kind of took what you got and it was, you know, and you, you know, you might find out somebody's getting a little more or whatnot. And you just create just tension sometimes that, you know, shouldn't exist, but they do in that environment. Cause we all are going through the same thing pretty much. Yeah, I completely agree. And it's like, you know, slowly and surely like getting back in this like routine of like traveling to go to the signings, like, you know, there's certain aspects of the business with or without the machine that exists, like the traveling, yeah. you know, like, are you emotionally healthy to get, you know, back on the, on the road there, you know? And, um, and for me, like, you know, I feel as though right now I'm trying to develop, um, some stamina so I can continue to build like dreams that I had, you know, as a little girl before wrestling, you know, and it just kind of like, I guess it's like a hard reality when I have to realize that time takes time. Like I can't go giving away what I don't have as I hear, you know, like I can't go saying, yeah, I'm so peaceful about my situation and my relationship from the easy bake oven. It's just like, you know, there'll be moments where I think I might have like, you know, my opinion out there 
but I do my best to keep it neutral, you know, but my yeah. opinion is still mine. Right. Like, and the thing is, is like, sometimes like I remember experiencing in the easy bake oven where like, you know, I was so fearful of like making someone upset that like, I just decided that it was better for me to recluse and, you know, reclaiming my personality is where I'm at today. You know, like yeah. I try to like, you know, you know, now that I, like I said, I feel I have my name and I can like say my truth. Like, I think, um, I'm looking forward to seeing what that will look like. I have no idea. I was going to ask you, where do you think Alicia Fox, Victoria Crawford would in, where do you see yourself in 2023 or 2024 in the pro wrestling landscape? Like, do you think you see yourself as an active competitor or do you think at this stage, like where do you, does it interest you more? of being more of a behind the scenes personality, more of like a coach. Cause I don't think there's enough good, good women coaches in wrestling either in trainers or people in backstage for the other divas or female performers or wrestlers to have somebody with that much. You have a lot of experience, You're so funny, right? but, but you do, you, you've literally played, you've played, you've played every role that a female wrestler could essentially play in WWE and you're exceptionally talented. So you have in, with a lot of experience and you could still go. There's no, like you're physically superior to a lot of people. Like people don't understand, like you pick this up really quick when everyone looked like Jesus, this girl can do anything with it. And then you went out and played any role ever given to you. Are you more intrigued by being an active competitor or a coach? Cause for me, I'm more intrigued. I go, I got to get back. Cause I left early. I need to be me. I'm not finished yet. I wouldn't want to be a coach yet. But I, but I can see down the road that would be appealing to me. Right now, where do you think is most appealing, wrestler or or more of a trainer type situation? Yeah, I appreciate it. You know what's so weird? Like I always had this interest of being in the TV truck. Like I always okay. wanted to be like little Kevin Dunn Jr. You know, in yeah. The sense of like, you know, I think it'd be fun to do like producing, like producing and directing, like the real like. The, the meat and potatoes of the TV aspect, you know, I think sometimes like um, what's portrayed on TV, like I would just try to like do my best I could to be of contribution to like a company that wants to help the girls know an appropriate standard, you know, like yeah. where the, you know, the gear and like, you know, certain moves where their legs are hard cam, you know, close your legs, you know, like little things that like, don't have to and that's with any talent you know and i think it's just more of the overall like development package like there's certain things that i think um social media allowed personalities to kind of seep in on our caricatures as performers yeah and sometimes i think that could be a little like misleading for like the product and then like for the you know for myself it was kind of a little difficult to like embody like my total diva character with my wrestling character because one's pg and one's not you know so we're like i think in a sense of like producing like content for a company like i would love to be in some conversations that would help elevate the voices of what real standard tv should be appropriate you know like because right now it's we're in a very hypersexed environment yeah. social media like information's everywhere so like I would love to be somewhere on like keeping the standards of a company like clean and green, you know, high ethical, you know, high, you know, good quality content. But 
you know, when it comes to helping the talent in the ring, I mean, I feel like I would love to contribute as talent. I would love to contribute as a coach. I would love to just contribute. I yeah. Mean, I just don't see myself really wanting to play like the politic winner over here. I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not, I don't, you know, I it's don't very stress, stressful for people that don't know that sign the contract and go sit in the bleachers. It, I tell people this all day long. It, it, it is not a, it, it is not the greatest lifestyle. It, it creates a lot of stress. It's, yes. We, me and you had conversations uh, different, like it can be one day things can be great. And then you, I would, when things and, and people are aware of my story and different things being going back to that hotel room before live events, I would be stress-free because you knew live events, nothing was going to change no matter what was going on, but it was always what's going into TV. We're like, God, what are they going to do this week? What's going to happen? What's like, it, it could be, you never know. And then when things would start going good, you're like, well, when are they going to take it away? Cause it was like, yeah. it, it's just constantly an up and down battle on that. But so I hear you on not wanting to get, throw your name into the mix on, on that end of things. But, you know, I tell you one thing I've learned too, Alicia, and I try to educate the listeners and the fans that for me, I go, I, I really wish the fans, cause when I grew up, I loved everybody. I didn't hate people. I didn't hate wrestlers. And in this day and age with social media, there's a lot of hate and negativity. I, I wish they, they could appreciate that we are all very talented at the highest level and we are physical actors and we are all going out and executing a role and that even in defeat and playing the role of a loser, we, we are knowingly doing that to help for the benefit of the company and that other person. And I always tried to give everything I had and I did give everything I had win, lose or draw, no matter what, and kept everything professional because I always wanted the opponent or whoever I was working with to do the same for me. If it was my turn with that, I wish there was a greater appreciation for pro wrestlers, men and women that do this, that the winners aren't winning without the losers agreeing to go out there to lose with it. And that they're, these dirt sheet writers and these people that go, oh, they failed to get over. They failed. No, we have all succeeded in playing the role because we knew what we were doing beforehand. It was predetermined with it. And I just wish there was a greater appreciation that just if you have a career and you weren't a 10-time or a 20-time champion, that in no way means that you were a loser and had a horrible career. You had an amazing career as a physical actor, pro wrestler, and, and did every role that was asked of you. And I just wish there was a greater appreciation for that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think maybe like, you know, some of these appearances, like I said, I've been able to meet a lot of workers, you know, yeah. and like, it's just like that one worker that like, you know, I don't know, like, I don't want anyone to like not watch a show because of like whatever going on. But like, as, a, as you're saying, like, just because we play like segments where we lose or this and that, like, I don't know what that was look like for us to continue to elevate like that side of the competition. Like, I wish, I mean, I don't know, like, I've got so like, this is where I get all like, in my opinions, because yeah. like, you know, my idea of what I think happened in my caricature, like, you know, um, could probably sound worse than what it was perceived just because I am so critical, you yeah. know, and I'm a judgmental human of myself, you know, and like, I think in all honesty, like kind of being away from the machine a little bit and allowing my heart to heal because I felt like, you know, like how we mentioned, like, the days that we'd go to work after driving like a few of the loops and days and stuff on the road and we'd sit on TV and catering or in the arena, like, you know, certain aspects of that just really atrophied my heart, you yeah. know, and I just like, I couldn't pump any love into it. It just did not exist for me. Like when I got home and was 
um, you know, went into recovery and stuff. Like I just really had a hard time jump starting my heart. And, um, and, and that's really where I'm at today. Like I'm starting to feel like blood rushing back to my face. I can smile like authentically, yeah. like, you know, I go on this Twitter and see my friend Ryback, <laughs> you know, like there's blessings all over. And I think, you know, when you are a performer, of any kind of machine like i think you know if say i were to sign another contract like i would be way more equipped knowing from the experience i have that sometimes like the road is unforgiving you know and that's fine you know but i wouldn't i won't kill myself again for that you know but um if i can be of service then yeah i'm all i'm all 100 percent down for that you know you know (laughs) no i you know one of the things and I'm, i'm doing this more and more now and because there's things that have happened and I've been finally healthy and like that was my main priority. But the one thing I've learned and that I even even with multiple people, different people that there may have been issues with, like I, I've learned, I go, you know what? Like conversations are something that need to take place more that sometimes in the business that they, they get put off because we do hide our, our feelings or emotions. And it, it, it kind of that environment, it, 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 it can bring that out where that happens. And we're all going through so many different things. And like, and I talked about it recently, like with punk stuff. And and I don't agree with, with multiple things that, that he did or said in my situation with him. But like, I wish at some point in time, our communication cut off and it just amplified everything with that, that I wish. And now learning what I've learned is like conversations and actually expressing how we feel or trying to have a better understanding of what somebody else is going through. It, rather than because like if somebody gets angry, then we get angry. And then it's just a back and forth of being angry and to cut everything off and things get out of hand that like if. I think in having our experience of what we learned, though, conversations are a really powerful thing that allow for healing and it's best for the business and it's best for the fans and it can make our time more better in that environment as well. But sometimes that stuff, it just it's it's common in that environment, the way things are that we sometimes just don't talk enough. And it's, you know, I've learned a lot on that end. And I think, though, you seem to be in such a, a, a great place. Do you, I want to ask you, do you feel, do you feel lost without wrestling in your life? All right. I, the answer is no. And, um, that's good. Yeah. I guess I, you know, it's weird that that was actually a secret of mine, I guess, is that, you know, after wrestling happens, I was kind of looking forward to that because, you know, a lot of, you know, if you were to ask anyone, it's like, Oh man, I can't wait to get back in the ring. There's aspects of wrestling that I miss and things, but, you know, I think that's the one part about the business is like, it does move fast and it never really allows us time to get to know the, 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 the younger, and I don't know how to really place it in like a general way, but like the, the youth of us, each other, you know, like in my mind, like, you know, I lost my eyesight in high school. So like going to WBE was like, a huge opportunity for me to pay for my tuition and to like get some studies and to learn the craft and all of those things came into fruition. They did create a tuition um, program, you know, but to be real, to be completely honest, like there was just no way for me to do my studies and on that road. But like, you know, my story of like, you know, coming into wrestling isn't like anyone staying in wrestling is because like I, I started to enjoy it, you know, but Today, I don't know. I don't feel lost um, without it. I just feel that there might be a piece there that I have to figure out, which is wrapped somewhere in my identity, you know, because 
I, I, I feel that, you know, my identity, my Victoria, like I'm a, I can identify myself. I'm an African-American girl, you know, yeah. like I'm just living in Florida. But when I ask, add, add the professional aspect to my identity, it gets a little clunky for me because I knew we weren't employees and yeah. I knew that there was a sacrifice to being in that industry. And so today I can credit that experience for, you know, toughening me up. But, you know, when it comes back to a professional identity that I can put on a resume, you know, I feel that, you know, it's still just a clunky thing. It doesn't translate well. Wrestling does not translate well to other things in life, unfortunately. Correct. Yeah. It it, is much as when we love it and it is big of a part of our lives as it is and the fans that love it. There's a large portion of the world and people where it does not translate to anything. And in fact, it actually hurts. They look, they frown upon it. And the rock has gone through it with acting and different things. And he was able to overcome it on that end and have unparamounted success just, but like, it is a very difficult thing. Do you think too, like with the way everything in your ending in WWE, does that bother you at all with the way? Cause I know for me, when I walked out and left, I wish, and I, and I, they asked me in Toronto and I had my deal, my issues with him, but they'd asked me to go. Vince wanted to go talk to talk to me. And I'd always, I'd talk to him, me and him talked quite a lot when I was there. And I, I didn't, I just, I never want to fucking talk to him again. And I cut off communication and left with it, but they had done a lot of things and it was very, and there's a lot of fucked up things, but I always wish I go, I hate, I hated how it ended because, and then the lies started instantly that I walked out. I literally walked out and left. And then the lies where I got escorted out and kicked out and like the, the, all the bullshit started essentially after that. I'm not happy with the way things ended. Are you happy with the way things ended with yourself there? Um, at peace with it. Um, you know, honestly, I think, I mean, I think I'm okay with it just because I know at the end of the day, like, is I, I I left with my spine, like I feel yeah. physically like ready to like you know live my life. Like I got sober, you know things like that. But um, when it comes to, I guess my phone call, I got I don't know. Like yeah, it was three minutes. And it was pretty simple. Yeah, you're done. You're done. Okay, great. Um, yeah, you know, I honestly, I can't think I've left anything there. I really yeah. don't. I don't think that, like, they owe me anything. Like, I don't, you know, and um, and I think, honestly, um, yeah, I'm happy with it. Because if somebody were to ask me if they should go try WWE, I would go, go for it. Yeah. You know, I'd say go for it. Go live the best experience you can, you know. And even our friends that are still there, I hope they're having the time of their life. Yeah. Same. Because, like, if, if I think, you know, if I were to be negative in that response, I think I would still feel a little, like, resentment toward them. But yeah. honestly, that stuff makes me sick, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, the show goes on without us. It, so. without, without any of us, it will. It doesn't matter who you are. The show will go on and the business will move on with or without us. Like, I love how you're saying conversations, you know, because it's like talking to you is like a great, you know, check in. I know you're a dear friend of mine. I even see Melina on here. You know, there's so many of us that like give support in so many different ways that don't need to be televised. So, yeah, once wrestling fi- figures out a way to like, you know, um, 
I don't know, just wrap some more love up in that industry. You know, I agree. There's a lot of people probably still suffering. and um, I wish we all talked more, yeah. quite frankly. That's one, I can I tell you too, that's one of the things I miss is the, like, even though I rode alone and things, I loved going to the arenas and joking around, whether it was with Wade or Dolph or who a Heath or whoever, like I loved to be Kofi. I, I just genuinely loved laughing and having a good time. And like, I wish and like it's a, when you're gone out of the business, there's a few people I stay in contact with, for, like, but it's not a lot. It's like a text message here and there. It's like, it's crazy. That's for me. Like when you leave and you're out of that guys that you see every day and like Dolph has come here, we've gone out a handful of times in Vegas, Justin Robertson. It was so it, it, it spiritually, spiritually uplifting to be around them again. And I, that's one of the things I miss the most is just the the interactions and the relationships on the day to day basis that you could lose when you're gone. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that's the one thing too is like, you know, a lot of the friendships I have, like I had to put a real effort around them. You know, the ones that like yeah. are still surviving, like the effort of being a friend today, like is definitely a nuance. Like I think, like in some of my communications, like. I realized so many ways that that, you know, the machine had me, um, you know, not being super friendly, you know, yeah. and um, to bring out the worst in all of us. Yeah. It made me just a totally like, uh, I mean, a fearful person, you know, and I guess it's like kind of one of those things like, well, today I'm able to like be in my humanity and it's like Same. a new thing and it's very, uh, not always pleasant, but um, I've got hope for the industry and I've got hope for all Same. our friends. And yeah. And I just grateful. I'm just so grateful. You let me like chat with you for a minute. No, thank you. You're one of the most positive and just, just amazing, beautiful people in, in the pro wrestling industry and just in general. So it was, uh, I, as soon as I saw you, I go, wait a second that I remember that, that profile picture uh, that and I go, and I go that, that I, that, that's her. And I clicked on, it, I go, Oh, I'm going to, hopefully she comes on. <laughs> I'm so grateful. Thank you. Yeah. Is there anything to I will the anything you want to plug or anything you got going on with people, a website or anything, or you just Yeah, I'm just kind of free out there. Like I'm starting my little website, but you know, like that's the thing, like, you know, this identity thing. I I, I like, you know, anywhere I can or if anyone gives me the opportunity, I always kinda like make sure I just state that I'm definitely not in a rush to hurry up and get you know my story or get my whatever i'm just as i'm just trying to pull it together you know yeah. I'm trying to like go at a pace that definitely doesn't look like a wrestling pace so i think that's kind of what i'm trying to apologize for but not you know but yeah i'm just living my best life i've got a little twitch i got my instagram and i'm gonna start a little website i love literacy so if anyone is interested in an audiobook reading, you know, I'd love to read all my books in my library. <laughs> no, I, same. <laughs> well, I think I, I could say it, I, I look forward to hopefully one seeing you again. And I'm, I'm sure we are going to cross paths very soon. The But any wrestling company or organization, whether it's television or independence, would benefit from you being a part of it in any way, shape or form. So and, and you, you are absolutely awesome. Thanks, I appreciate it. I got you, my friend. Anytime you want to come on, you see, and I, I see you, I'll just, you hit that request and you can, you, you have freedom to come on whenever you want on here. Okay. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. Well, Victoria, I will talk to you again. And it was, it was so great to hear from you. Nice to hear from you.
Thank you. Right right. Bye bye. Bye. Awesome. Thank you very much, Victoria. Random, random appearance. Victoria Crawford, Alicia Fox here on the Ryback Show. This is my new strategy, though, with getting celebrities because I did the interviews for years and you have to always schedule them an interview with Twitter spaces. You just go on and people that follow you like Arnold, I'm just going to send Arnold the invite every time because <laughs> Arnold was always my number one podcast guest that I couldn't get Schwarzenegger. So, and we follow each other on here. So I'm hoping Arnold Ryback, I'm a huge fan of the Ryback show. Those drops, you still a machine. I want you to be the new Terminator. Hopefully we could, uh, we can get that to happen at some point in time. Oh, that oh Arnold, stop it. I'm I'm okay. <laughs> oh man. Well, what a what a what a random run-in we had today on the Ryback show. And uh we're gonna actually because that that's the bulk of the show. I like to usually keep it at about an hour and a half. Wait, you know, we can maybe we'll do one more, we'll do one more guest, one more caller here, because we'll we'll try to go 130, 140 for to the end of today's show. See if we got one more guest. We'll go Robert here. Robert, thank you for for joining. Welcome to the Ryback Show. Robert, you there? Can you hear me? I can hear you. How you doing, bud? Hey, something happened, man. Hello. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Uh, this is this is this is Ryback. Hey, man, I'm a big fan. Um, I just want to tell you, my name's Bobby. I'm, I live in Florida. Um, I want to see you guys, you and Goldberg. Um, I know Dutch Mantel's been talking a lot of crap, saying so he don't want to see it. He's the only one, but we all want to see it. Thank you very much. And, you know, I, I sent Dutch a, a thing. Dutch was always very nice to me in WWE. And then he'd said some things on, on his show months back and like that, like saying I was a locker room cancer. I And I go, like, I just said, like I said to Jim, Dutch, I would love to have a conversation, and whether it's on your show, you want to come on here, you want to have a live conversation. Like, I'm just curious on like why why the 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 the, the random heel turn on me with things, but it's uh, you know everyone's going to have their opinion, and there's going to be people that say yes or no. At the end of the day, Ryback versus Goldberg, the return and the ending, that match sells. People are going to watch it, and I know what I know, and I'm telling you, it's going to be great. So. It's and again, if it does, and if I fail in any way, shape, or form, I am open to any criticism. I it's not going to happen though. I've I've got too much on the line and work too hard, and you know people are going to hate all the time. But at the end of the day, they're talking about it. The what? Has he tried to? Did he respond to your uh, request? We're not. We're in the buzz phase phase right now. My my reaching out is going to be happening very soon though. We are in the buzz phase of me. I am literally getting millions of people talking about Ryback versus Goldberg from my couch. And I'm just showing everybody, this is what it takes. You can get something over when you know how to do this. I'm literally getting this over without leaving my home. So it, it is going to, it is, that phase is coming up. So it is, and then that will be private and we will see what can be done and, and go from there. Hey, at the end of the day, I just said, I, I get cleared in July and we're coming. That's the end of August. I, this is, can time out and work beautifully well if everything falls into place. There, I have nothing to lose by, I've wanted that match from day one, by putting that out there. It's going to be Bill's choice, Bill's decision on who he wants to face ultimately. But I'm going to, I'm coming back regardless. I'm going to be fine regardless. But I, I, I'm a home run hitter, man. And I'm pointing, I'm Babe Ruthing this all the way. I, I'm going for the grand slam. Let's do this. And we can make, we can, one, make a ton of money. 
and and have the return in the ending. And Bill, I'm sure that is something that'd be very appealing. And but do this on the biggest stage of them all. Ultimately, with me and my situation, everything going on in WWE, like I'm very highly motivated at this. And give the fans, I'm telling you, and I telling Bill, I I know what it takes to do this the right way and to make this work. And like I know something I can't share with everyone. And I just I just need that one opportunity. And I just we're gonna see if we can get it done. But it's gonna be all right either way. I'm so over WWE. I mean, you were good back there. I mean, they they just uh, I don't know. Uh, that's, I really see in you guys doing AEW anyway. Yeah, we'll see, man. Trust me, it's you know I understand a lot of people the different criticisms, but like I walked away. I, I've kept myself in shape. I've never let my conditioning go. I know I know what I'm going to be able to do, and it's and I understand Bill and his age, and and I have nothing but love and respect. I. Uh, I'm highly motivated. I, I'm just saying, like, I've always, I know how to make this work and I'm already, I'm doing things and I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep turning up the volume here as we go along. And cause I, cause I know, I know what I'm doing in this situation and it, I think it's going to be amazing, but we got it. We need some things to fall into place. And, uh, and I've got a contact already to get the, the, the conversation with Bill and no matter what he says, if he tells me, you know what, Ryback, I appreciate it, but I kind of have a different vision. I, no hate whatsoever. I go, I understand completely. And I, there, there's not going to be any falling out or anything. I get it. Like, but I, I think it will be beneficial to both parties if we, we, we will talk and let them see the vision that I have and, uh, and let us go tell this story. I live in Clearwater, Florida. I see Hulk Hogan a lot. I go to his restaurant. Oh man, I've never been. I've been to Clearwater a lot. I've never been to Hogan's Beach Shop there. It looks beautiful, man, and all the memorabilia and merchandise. And man, it is he. Hulk Hogan is Clearwater. When I think of Clearwater, I think of him. It's got a bar and restaurant too. Yeah, that's next to it. Man, so what a cool gig, man! And get for fans though to get there and you can run into Hulk and have a drink with him or have a meal or hang out, say hello to him, and, and get some. I saw the 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 shop they have. It is it is unreal the stuff they have. Yeah, I saw I saw Nick three weeks ago. He's a DJ, the son. So yeah, yeah, he's doing pretty good for himself, you know. That's man. That you know, I'm telling you right now. That's all that matters. They're happy. They got they got a way. You're making money. You you, you round your family. You you can't ask for a better situation. So that all that all love and happiness, man, are the meanings of life. At the end of the day. Hey, have you ever heard of a wrestler? He's still around. Billy Jack Haynes. Have you ever talked to him? No, I haven't, but I have heard of him. He was good back in the day. I talked to him on the phone like eight, nine years ago. He sounds like down to earth, same as he always was, you know? Yeah, most of the guys are, man. That's why I love social media, though, and allowed to just be yourself and have interactions and relationships with people. And when I'm when the, when I'm when I'm doing the gig, I'm doing the gig. And, and it's and it's the best thing in the world, but like I think a lot of people can't step outside of that and just be themselves. Yeah. But I, I think the biggest stars in the business are the ones that are going to be able to do this on social media and let people see the human being and then show them the actor, the the, the wrestler, and, and where you can you, you distinguish between the two. But you can have it like I'm grateful for everything that's gone on because I have a better relationship with my fans than I ever would have had. So. Anyway, right back. Um, I'm going to get going. I got to get ready for work. But All anyway, right, buddy. It was nice talking to you, and I wish you a lot of luck with this match. And I will be one of the ones, the fans that are definitely interested in watching it. So good luck with everything, and um, I'll talk to you again, my friend. You got it. You're welcome on here anytime, and you have a great day at work, Robert. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye-bye. Awesome. Thank you very much, Bob, Bobby. 
Very cool. I appreciate everything, guys, with that uh, fun show today. We'll be back. We're doing Monday through Friday. We're going hard. We're going to get back in the top 10 on the audio, and uh, we're, we're pumping out great numbers on the five, six streams we do everywhere. But uh, I want to get back in that top 10 on the audio. Get back to bump Cornette out of fucking number one. Let's really piss them off. Let's get those audio numbers up all the way. So that <laughs> really, really piss a few people off with all of that. Guys, check out my Feed Me More Nutrition, feedmemore.com, the best supplements on the planet. All the merch, Ryback merch, the drinkware, the accessories, the ball caps. We've got the whole shebang on there. Uh, new customers can save 30% discount code Ryback30. Returning customers can save 20% discount code FeedMe20. You get the free Feed Me More Nutrition, Feed Me More Nutrition shaker bottle with your orders just selected as your free gift, Feed Me More. Com. We'll be back tomorrow, guys, as always, here on the Ryback Show. Have a great rest of the day. Enjoy uh, AEW Dynamite tonight. And until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more. Hey, Rybackers, don't forget to hit that like button, smash that subscribe, and shell shock those notifications. For the best supplements on the planet with Feed Me More Nutrition and all the latest cool new Ryback merch, visit FeedMeMore.com.